and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I am Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this episode, well, we're going to talk a little reality television. You know we've been watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And i got to be honest, folks, it keeps getting good. Does it not, Ashley Brooke Roberts? It's a perfect show. What? It's perfect in every way. It's perfect. Wait a minute. I don't think that's the I truth. I love it. And we're going to have to investigate that during our show. Also today, more stocks. Stocks. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about the stocks because, I mean, Ashley and I, I mean, we did live trading last week on this show where I bought a stock live on air using my Robinhood app. And I don't know, unless you've been living under a friggin' rock, you know that everything that we've been talking about has blown the hell up last week where the GameStop uh, stocks uh, were were driven up by a Reddit board and the huge <laughs> hedge funds um, and billionaires Though the out there. hedge funds of Reddit, the people came together collectively, created their own hedge fund and and. I don't know what a hedge fund is. So basically all the rich people got screwed or were about to get screwed. And then they got a little screwy with it, folks. They yeah. started limiting people, uh, the people. They're limiting their power, which seems to be illegal. But there seems to also not be many rules in place for it. It's at least opening up uh, yeah, Americans' eyes to like how stock market manipulation has been used throughout the years. And yet when it's done with uh, a billionaire behind it, it's fine, but uh, when it's done by a person who's just like behind their little MacBook, um, you know, with a little fun community of people who use bad language on Reddit, all of a sudden it's a problem. So, yeah, we're seeing, I guess, what it is is free market interference. Listen, this is not a stocks podcast, but it will be as soon as <laughs> I make this money off of AMC. Thank God Ashley Brooke Roberts, sure, Ashley got in on GameStop. Am I allowed to tell people this? Yeah, sure. I mean, I got in on GameStop in like the littlest possible way. Yeah, but folks, she made a shit ton of money off of it. I, I mean, did not. The little people, not the $26 million that some that I didn't, nerd one. I haven't even made, I haven't even broken, I have not broken four digits. And I haven't cashed out, so... Listen, in our world, it could world, all disappear. In our world, she made a good amount of money because she made some good, uh, sneaky investments. I feel like I screwed up because, no. listen, you know, you guys listen to the episode. I've been following this uh, Reddit board. I don't understand what they say. I've been following it for a year. Wall Street Bets. I've gone on the Wall Street Bets Reddit board and I've heard Ashley speak the words she just spoke to us now, which is, I'm not too sure what they say. And what I've uh, noticed while going on there, Ash, is they are they have their own talk. They have their yeah. own subreddit talk. And each subreddit has like a form of like taking the Reddit lingo and kind of smashing it into whatever the category of the subreddit is. And this one is definitely like we're Wall Street douchebags, but we're also Internet nerds. No, they have their own language, but they also have the language of stockbrokers, which I don't know what an ETF is or shorts or calls or things coming in like that, like the squeeze, buy at the dip. You, you know? don't know what ETF is. Nick, you don't either. Yeah, it is. It means extraterrestrial fuck. See? Okay, so I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> I just know that if they buy a lot, if they're talking about a stock a lot, I buy it. So I got it on GameStop in December because they wouldn't shut up about it. And I bought a, a, a handful of shares. You know what I mean? I'm pissed because... She's pissed, guys. I'm pissed because I got some bad advice, which was to sell um, and try and make up what I put in. Who gave you that Last advice? week. You did... You did, Nick, 
And I, um, you were like, yeah, it's not going to get higher than this. You should sell. And so I sold, you know, I sold like 14 shares to make up for what I put in. And I got to keep some more shares, but I did cut my shares in half and I didn't make a profit. Well, let's just say this. She, she got those. Let's just say this. The GameStop GameStop could, could just go completely down. You could lose the rest of your money and now you have the safety. I don't remember giving you that. I sold when they were at no. like a hundred a share. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. So I sold it to make up for the initial investment. But then like the next day they went to 300 a share. And I was like, oh wow, that hurts. That's painful. A person like Ashley should never do anything like this. I mean, if we want to be true. truthful. That is she's true. so worrisome about any decision that she makes. Uh, she's also... She's uh, I live she's, with regret. She's people. frugal and a also spends too much money at the same time, which is a bad for her mental. You know what I mean? Like she definitely wants to be a saver and uh, a little chipmunk who just kind of gets a whole bunch of nuts and puts them in her thing and then just looks at her nuts and, and goes about her business. But the problem is every so often she finds a candle that's worth like 600 nuts and then she spends all those nuts on a candle. Like she wants Candles are important. to be a saver, but she can't. So this whole like penny stocks trading, day trading shit it's like a it feels like a little bit of a candle to me like ooh, there's a thing there and it's shiny and mm. i want to buy it and mm. then all of a sudden you're worrying about stuff so i'm actually very surprised that you're investing your money in this way i, I kind of feel like this would be way too stressful for you and i would say the last week i've, I've i'm right about that assessment it's been uh, a little bit of a stress stress point for you i was in a bad mood when i sold shares and then they tripled in price the next day yeah that hurt that hurt Still hurts her, guys. It hurts. Still hurts her. And uh, I'm not going to get over it anytime soon. But, what, you know, what's interesting about Reddit is, you know, uh, in the big Reddit communities, um, the big subreddits that I've, uh, you know, I'm part of a, a couple of small ones. You know, Ashley's part of a few small ones. I'm part of a couple of big ones, too. The big ones being I've, I'm part of a something called Squared Circle. What's that? That's the pro wrestling uh, Reddit. Uh, you know, there's like millions of people on Squared Circle. You know what I mean? Yeah. This Reddit, Wall Street Bets, had like a bunch of hundreds of thousands and now has like 70 million people. Yeah, it's weird. It's insane. You go there, it's just like fucking, like it's just fires being set. It's like, you can't make, I can't tell, everything has 10,000 upvotes where I'm like, is this real? So the problem is when I started looking for it, I then searched for Wall Street Bets and then I searched like, you know how you can search within a subreddit? Yeah. I search Wall Street Bets crypto because yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get on the crypto train. Let's see the guys who are talking about crypto here. Yeah. And I'll just be the crypto guy. Um, I'll just be the crypto guy. Couldn't really make sense of it. So then I just search a general search of crypto. And I found a bunch of other Wall Street Bets subreddits that were like a, the wording was changed. Like Wall Street Bets like boom shakalaka or bets like, two s's something like that and they also had like seven they had like seven hundred thousand followers Jeez. so i'm like okay so this is a legitimate subreddit but what i think i might have stumbled into and this is why if you don't know anything about the internet you should not take any advice from people on the internet what yeah. i think i stumbled upon or podcasters for that matter was one of these like there's like parody subreddits so i go so there is a, I, th- there's the gen- uh, a, a general board that I'm a part of is the hip hop board mm. subreddit, right? You got to think. 
so a, a message board on Reddit, just hip hop. It probably got a billion billion subscribers to it. Yeah, it's got subs- to. It does. Yeah. It does. And what do you get on there? You get people being like, "Hey, uh, check it out. Here's a here's um." I did a stencil of... I was about to say, is it all people sharing their mixtapes? Well, no. It's no. It's like a lot of like, I did a stencil of Tupac. Oh. And then so you see that and you're like, people like upvote it. And they're like, that's very good. Or it'll be like, hey, ASAP Rocky just released a new single. And then everybody's like, I love ASAP Rocky. Uh, or it'll be like, um, hey, do you remember this Biggie beat from his mix, you know, his raw mixtape? And everybody's like, yes. But it's very general hip hop. Like, it's just hip hop. Like, if there's anything hip hop news that comes out. And then it's a bunch of kind of nerdy people talking, like trying to flex their knowledge in the boards, like being like, I remember when I had this release when I when, when it first came out on cassette. And let me tell you, the liner notes is, you know, a bunch of like nerdy stuff. I like that stuff to a degree. Um, so, but then there's another Reddit subreddit called Hip Hop Circle Jerk. Uh-oh. And I was like, what the fuck is Hip Hop Circle Jerk? Now Doesn't I know sound what I, good. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> I know what I and it has the same emblem as the hip as the hip hop one, right? Uh, okay. And like the hip hop one, let's say has a million subs. This one has like five hundred thousand subs. Mm. And so I'm like, what's hip hop circle jerk? You, do you know what a circle jerk is, Ash? I know that it's a band. The circle jerks are a band, but mm-hmm. do you know? All right, first of all, it references And I know what it is. Yes. It references yeah, you don't something, have to explain it. Well, it's it ref- something that boys men gross men do together i I don't think anybody's ever done it maybe in a fraternity or something well let's not discuss it but it's something (laughs) gross and you can kind of tell what it is but it also means something else you notice a circle jerk is like when patting each other on the back Mm yes so these are sort of uh, yeah these are sort of accounts that are making fun of that and so when you go on the hip-hop circle jerk it'll be like hey i made a stencil of tupac and you look and it's really bad yeah or it's just like check out this biggie beat that i i uncovered a new uh, biggie song that no one ever could find and it's just like juicy right you know it's a bunch of people making fun of the hip-hop boards yes, right yeah so i think i stumbled upon a bunch of those for the uh wall street bets, wall street bets but i didn't realize it because it didn't say her circle jerk Right. I didn't realize it until I started looking in the Robinhood app for this like crypto thing <laughs> that they were like, this one's going to the moon. I'm like, I found it. And so I'm like on there and I'm like, Nano. I'm like looking for it was literally called Nano and I'm looking for Nano and I'm like, it's not coming up on the Robinhood app. So then I Google Nano crypto and people were like, nanobots, like, na- you know, nanoseconds. And it's like, how come this isn't? Wow. And I and I'm starting to read the lingo and I'm like, these guys are full of shit. They're just parodying Oh, that's interesting. What's happening on and I almost God forbid there was a nano stock, I would have put everything out put everything on it. Wow. So you have to watch out. Um also there is a squared circle there is a squared circle jerk as squared well. Squared circle so jerk, okay. That's kind of fun. Because I like fun. I like them making fun of the pro wrestling stuff. It's, <sighs> the the hip hop circle jerk is like the problem is these like parody accounts of these Reddit subreddits are cruel yeah and they're like um let's just say like the they're lang- bullies the language being used in there is stuff that if you would never say to anybody else in real life it's like shit that goes over the line yeah well i would say the language in, <laughs> in wall street bets is like over the line as well right i just stuck around because what they were saying was working can you explain a little bit about what the language that you think is over the line in this wall street Bets? i think that they use words that we've agreed as a society not to use anymore so, so and it's not racial slurs they but call a lot of people like the r word yeah you know like yes. you probably shouldn't use that word the r word like that's a big but it also seems to me from searching on that board is that 
it's one of these ironic things. I think it they is. are all like when you're a big poster on that board, I think you're like playing a character. Yes. Of a Wall Street douchebag. Right. And so you use all of these Wall Street douchebag terminology, but you're using it with like tongue in cheekness. Yeah. And, that and a ex- wink. that's a good point because they also talk about their wives a lot and it's clear that they're not real. Right, right. Yeah, like my freaking wife told me to do this. Yeah. I told her, cook me my a sandwich because this is going to the moon. Right, or know. it'll be like, I'm trying to fund my wife's new boyfriend's college, right. you know, whatever. So. There's a lot of like, and, and it's just like a lot of like parody of like, um, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you call that? Uh, toxic male energy. Yes, that is great. It's 4chan type energy. To me, though. I'm not too sure that any of these people live that life. Like, remember the guy that they showed for like a few seconds on the news who won 26, one, who got 26 million bucks off of the GME stock? Deep fucking value. He is a, yeah, and he's been around in that board forever. I've seen, I've been, I've been taking cues from him since day one. So his whole thing is he just, he got 26 million and his whole thing is like, I'm holding strong. Yeah. He's like, I'm "I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to sell. And he put in like, you know, 50 grand or something. I mean, he... You know, that's a lot of money, but I mean, not to make 26 friggin' million dollars. Yeah. So, but he's done that before. He's done stuff like that before. So, you take it, you see him, and you're like, see the way this guy talks, this big shot guy on the board. And you see him, he's got like a bandana on his head. Wearing a cat shirt. He's wearing a cat shirt and long hair, sitting in a gamer chair. And I think what this, these are all gamers, by the way. They got to be all gamers. And I think what this should teach people is these are the people that got the Pepe. Um, frog to trend Mm -hmm. these are the people who are the so-called red pill people i don't believe these i believe these people are a political and i believe these people are in it for the gigs they want the they're looking for the giggles they're in it i agree with that to rot to get the normies who don't know anything about their internet speak they hide behind their little screen names and then they play a character and then like Wall Street's like, who the fuck are these guys? And then you cut to the guy who made 26 million off of them trying to short GameStop and it's a guy in a cat t-shirt. And you know he put that cat t-shirt on on purpose because he wants to be like, look who fucked you. Yeah. Peace and love. Like yeah. I'm wearing a cat t-shirt and I'm, and I'm worth more than you are now. Yeah. It's, I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it either, but there is stuff to hate about it. Sure. Sure. You know, I mean, not to make this about me. You know, oh, please do. That's not all, to make this you're literally me. 49% of this podcast. It's just, what the fuck? Well, I got to say Lily's 1%, right? And then why <laughs> and are you 50? Because I edit and I post this. Yeah, but I write the description. I'm not even too sure you know the passwords to our accounts. Hey, I'm the reason we have a website. <laughs> that website doesn't work. <laughs> Guys, don't go to realityblowspodcast.com. It don't work, folks. I don't know how to get a, get you our stuff. It's just very odd to me. and And I know that like... This might sound boring. This is probably very boring to everyone else around me, but it's just weird that this is just something that I've been a part of. And I'm sure I've talked to you about it. I mean, I know I talked to other people about this subreddit before. I'm not too sure if you spoke to me year. about it. Yeah, I've been like, I'm on the stock board. I'm I don't kidding, know what it Ash. is. We oh. bump into each other every 11 seconds. I can't in this tell house. what you're doing. I know everything you do. But it's just like, this has just been a part of my life for a year. I didn't think it was. Anything that I did, I didn't. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What but you're the fact trying to say that is like, like your little thing that was happening in your world in your head. All of a sudden, is the top headline. Yes, it's weird. It's the top headline. Everybody's talking about it, and I'm the only person in all of our lives 
that has anything to do with it, which is very surprising to most people. They're like, you were in on the game. You're part of the GameStop thing. I'm like, yeah, I've been in it since like right. December. It would almost be like if one of the battle rappers like I I like worship, like became like the prime minister of a country or like the president where people were like, hey, check it out. Did you see that, um, uh, you know, Hall of the Don is running for president? He might win. And I'm like the battle rapper I've been following around for years and yeah. trying to talk to people like, about. How do you even know his name? And it's just like I literally am part of a stupid community online yeah. where we worship I've been bringing this up and trying to talk to you about <laughs> yeah. it and everyone's looking at me like I'm great. Like I'm weird. Now everybody wants to talk to me about Hal Don because he's yeah. going to be the president. It's like I've been trying to tell you he's great. Yeah. And so it's just very interesting because it's like it is it has become this headline and people are trying to talk to me about it. I'm li- I literally got one friend who's texting me every morning like, hey, what are you going to do with the GameStop thing? Hey, what's going on with the GameStop? What's going on with GameStop? Yeah. And I'm just like all of a sudden no one was talking to me about this or interested in this at all and now it's just it's all and here's another thing people are talking to me about it they're asking me questions i don't know shit this is all just yeah literally (laughs) right before we popped this podcast on or we started recording it was like i was trying to nick is like shoving my his phone in my (laughs) face buy me amc app and i'm buy me amc stock i don't know how to do it and i'm like babe you have to be responsible for your own stocks he's like no you have to be responsible for my stocks (laughs) and i was like the one who made me get into this and now i don't know anything about it so i'm like use your expertise you know i wanted you to get into it in the same way that i got into it i tried to but i went on that board and there was 10 million people on there and i couldn't fucking understand any of it but i'm just saying like it's i I don't i don't know anything it's you are just on a path a learning path that's well, how you should view it folks i bought amc stack stock when a- a- ashley was like buy some stocks she had bought already bought the game stock stocks the gme by the time she had like kind of whispered it to me and i was and i got on the app i look we looked at it and it was like it had already shot up and it was just yeah. like in my opinion not worth you know spending that much money on something that was so kind of kooky i should have but I didn't. And instead, I went with another stock that was talked about a lot on this board, which was AMC. And I was like, OK, AMC, let's do it. And uh, I bought a couple of shares. And then that one kind of went up a lot. But that got packaged in in this whole sort of, you know, hedge fund, Robin Hood, stock market bullshit that happened last week with GME. And so now I've bought a certain amount of stocks. Like I think about 22 shares um, and you, they are limiting people on this Robinhood app to five shares a piece. And because I'm already over the limit, I'm not allowed to buy more. And I wanted to buy more this morning. They won't allow me to buy more. Which is, I'm, I think that's like interfering with the free market. It has to be because what's what they're trying to do is stop us, the people who right. are not billionaires, from making AMC stock rise. Now, what sucks is if you really want to take this back to like the actual, like these are just numbers and acronyms letters uh you know that's all we're dealing with right now we're not actually talking about nobody's talking about GameStop the idea that GameStop was looking to be done for in certain ways because they are suffering from the recession the depression the covid the fact that people do not you can't go into stores that easily right and this is a store yes they have an online store but GameStop's been around since I was a kid. I always played video games when I was a kid. And, you know, uh, GameStop, and there was another game store called EB Games, but GameStop was the place that it was the blockbuster 
for games, for buying games. You knew you knew the name. You'd go in, you buy it. You buy your PlayStation there. You trade. I would used to trade in games all the time. It has a little for a millennial like me has a little space in my heart. Would you say that you put it in the same little world as AMC and they, BlackBerry? Thank you very much. Not BlackBerry. BlackBerry is different, which also is because I never what about had a Nokia? BlackBerry. Because that's the other stock people are going. Nokia crazy for. is more. No, yeah, Nokia to me is more like winky winky. Like, isn't this fun? A Nokia phone? It's useless. You couldn't yeah. use a Nokia these days. They sh- they never made it. But to me, AMC and GameStop are very close. Because this is another what now will feel like a bygone era because of COVID. The movie theaters are not going to survive. I mean, AMC pretty much said that they were going to go belly up. And the fact that the nerds, the millennial nerds that are my age, went through the same era and decades that I did, going to AMC movie theaters, going to GameStop and buying their PlayStation 2 games, and then... Now they have a little bit of, they have community, they've got a little bit of buying power, and they've decided that these are the stuff, you think that my childhood is bullshit, going to AMC and going to GameStop, you fucking hedge fund, fucking 65-year-old pieces of shit. Well, guess what? We're going to raise this stock. We're going to save these. We're going to pull these fucking companies Mm. up by our digital bootstraps. And I kind of feel like the fact that it's GameStop and AMC, and to a lesser degree, blackberry and nokia there's something like that touches me yeah that this isn't like some fucking oil company right or some fucking like food substitute company or you know something that like a normal fucking guy like myself would have no real basis of knowledge about but i know amc baby right and so i want AMC. i want to go to the movies again it does feel like an honorable sort of <laughs> absolutely compared to like you're saying like investing like okay guys we're gonna make bp stock rise yeah it's like you mean the ones that killed all the oceans yeah it's like, let's uh, rally behind it it's like what did amc do but uh you know give a couple of you know uh, some people uh getting their first hand jobs behind an amc yeah maybe a case of bed bugs here yeah, and there sneaking a beer inside of an amc you know yeah I mean, there what, is an nostalgia factor and it does feel it does feel like i don't know i, I don't know anything about it's this Robin but it Hood feels dog. like it's we're stealing, on the right side of history it's stealing from the rich <laughs> and taken from the poor and that's why the robin hood app was supposed you know was the app that these fucking people on this website were saying you know use robin hood use robin hood because they were supposed to level the playing ground right level the playing field between these peop- these hedge fund people and, and, and the average person who wants to invest in stocks. So the thing that's is why, though, you know, the thing is though is that the average person could always invest in stocks. Like you can always sign up for E Trade Fidelity. They don't take any they don't take a cut. They don't take a cut. They don't take a cut. Unless it's like maybe they take I don't I don't think they take a cut. Robin Hood does not take a cut. I mean, Fidelity doesn't take a cut as far as I know. Maybe they take a cut if you transfer funds from one. I know Edward Jones takes a cut. I think the problem is but Robin Hood. I is- think what Robin Hood did was it made the process mirror a social media app. And so it put it in the language oh, yeah. of people who don't feel comfortable signing on to a Fidelity. It's fun, dot com website. Listen, you scroll on that bad boy. And uh, I mean, I just got my new uh, iPhone. Boy, it looks pretty. It's a pretty looking app. The colors, the vibrancy. When you uh, you know buy some uh, stock, you, you swipe up, you know, and then all of a sudden confetti fucking comes down and yeah. your phone vibrates. I mean, it's there's a little bit, there's there's a lot of bit to to that. I think 
Robin Hood is going to have to start taking a cut because that's the only way that they're going to be able to compete when it comes to this happening again. So listen, other or other brokerages don't take a cut. Fidelity doesn't take a cut unless you're working one-on-one with a broker. If you have someone who's advising you, they take a cut. But like a Vanguard account, they're not taking a cut even if you're investing in mutual funds or stocks. What if what Robinhood is doing, you know how they're making their money, right? Ow. Do you want to take a guess? They're Ads. not taking a cut of your money. No, have you ever seen an ad on the app? No. <laughs> They sell all your information to large head funds, head funds, head hedge funds. Thank you. They sell all your information so that those places can then try and predict what our generation is going to be interested in investing in. So it's just like Facebook. It's like an information mill. Facebook where you can make $50 million. I mean, they didn't do anything that wild except for they made trading stocks seem more accessible. But the truth is, is it's always been this accessible. I have not been able to do this that easily. You've never tried. Okay, so. <laughs> it's, and and you, Robin Hood got me to try. So. No, I got you to try. Oh, whatever, I forced Ash. you to do it's it. It's the same shit. You are Robin Hood, basically. I'm okay with that. All right, good. Well, I, yeah, I just don't know. I, I feel this all feels very strange and weird. And I don't know. I'm just like, what are we going to do next? I don't know. But Ashley, like, won't enjoy the ride. She won't have fun I won't with it. Enjoy, but just, she, I, Ashley is one of the least fun people on the planet, folks. I and sold and then it increased three times it's just like, the next yeah, day. She can't enjoy anything. Um, it's tough. It's tough. When you can't enjoy Nick, anything. I'm going to smack you so hard. <laughs> I can't wait. Guys, did you check out our Patreon? We dropped our second of two Patreons of January uh, on uh, Saturday of this week. That was my favorite episode we've ever done. You did. You it, like What made you like the show so much? You mentioned was, this after recording. It was just really funny. I was like laughing a lot while it was happening. It's, we were... We had nothing, folks. We I'll, had nothing. I'll, I'll tell you, we really had nothing. If you think we'd had nothing on, on today's show so far... Wow, wow, wow. You got to listen to... I mean, we actually ended up having a nice conversation about this but um on our patreon i'm telling you if, if there was ever a chat chat where we just kind of moseyed on with a normal conversation between us that's the one to check out the uh, uh it just felt like 26 us. blown it, as 26 it felt like it was the real us it was funny and i had fun doing it yeah and um ashley did you beat up on me on that one did no, you, dude. You, yeah, you told me you aired out the fact that I don't like to play board games. Yeah, once again. I that did really. Was, yeah, right. I did give you that. Well, you should check out our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash reality blows five bucks a month gets you two bonus episodes a month, folks. Get I like that you're there. doing a mid show ad Mid show. If you stuck around this long, you must like us. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's how that's how that's how she blows. I did tell you guys just before we move off the stock thing, I did tell you guys that I reached out to Nelson, Nellie T, Nelson Thomas. I said, hey, what are you what are your moves? From the challenge. Are yeah. you the one? You what are your know. next stock moves? Because he had posted about um, a penny stock. That How's I his bought. stock doing that I bought as well? It's doing well. It's doing well. It's up? Yeah, it's up. Um, since I have bought it, it has increased. I bought it at $1.90 a share, and it's increased to $3 a share. That ain't bad, folks. That's not bad. So I was just like, what's your next move, Nelson? Let me know. I'm trying to take stock advice from my favorite challenger. And he has not responded. Yikes. Yeah. Painful. Sh- Should have showed a titty. Should have showed a tit. <laughs> now, what about this doge? Are we going to talk about doge? Doge to the moon. Well, so I, uh, Ashley told me to buy um, a crypto that they were talking about on this board, which is uh, D-O-O-G-E. D-O-G-E. It's D-O-G-E. based off the meme. You know, the, the doge. No. 
the I think that the doggy maybe I don't know. I don't know. See, Based you don't know. Off of me. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. I know that my mom listened to our podcast and she got some Bitcoin. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin's one of those things where it's like every time I'm like, I should buy Bitcoin. I look and it's like it's down 30 percent. I'm like, all right, well, maybe or it's up for 10,000 percent. I can't buy it now. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, well, what about it now? And I look and it's like up a billion percent. And then somebody's like, you should have bought last week. It was down 50 percent. Yeah, like, I have a lot of guilt for not making people buy Bitcoin a few months well, ago. Explain to the folks what Doge is. OK, but before that, I, my, my, I don't know if my mom actually did it because of the podcast or because she has a friend that was like, let's do it. But they did it. And I think that they got in um, at a good time. It's hard to know when is a good time. You know, when I was looking at Bitcoin, I was like, I don't want to buy it at it was 13,000. And I was like, I don't want to. It seems like too much to just and, and I'm not buying a whole coin. OK, I'm buying a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a coin. Um, but it's just gone up since then. So, Hey, you got the dope. Yeah. What's the dope? Well, tell me about why you told me to buy it and all that stuff. Well, it's just with the same thing as GME. It's just, they were talking about it a lot on the subreddit and I was like, okay, well, here's something else I'd like to get into. And you know, everyone's talking about it, so I might as well do it. And so I bought it because like I said, I just don't know what they're saying, but if they mention it enough times, I roll the dice and I bought a bunch of it and then because um, it's like it was when I got it, it was worth like um, one tenth of a penny, I think. It has since gone up to be um, five tenths of a penny, but it just was practically worthless. So it was like, this will be fun. And then I realized that it was I, I learned after like a month of watching it that it was just based off a meme that it's like a joke crypto that is now gaining some relevancy now the initial release of it is 2013 so it's been around for a long time yeah but yeah it's uh and i'm like buying this thing thinking it's like something uh worthwhile but really this is like the ultimate like hey if we just keep talking about it and investing in it of this thing this thing is that's nothing will be something yeah um so, but you know, I think it it does have. You can spend Doge coins. You can, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a real. It actually does. It is like a a cryptocurrency. It's not not a cryptocurrency. It just happens to be based off of a meme. Now, I think what happened was this meme, which is just like a Shiba Inu with like Comic Sans saying concerning things, and it's like I guess instead of dog, it's dog. D-O-G-E. Yeah. These people, Billy Marcus and Jackson Palmer, um, they created the cryptocurrency. Uh, They wanted to make a payment system that is instant, fun, and free from traditional banking fees. To do this, the coin featured the face of the Shiba Inu dog from the popular Doge meme and its logo and namesake. It was introduced on December 6, 2013, quickly developed its own online community, reaching a market capitalization of whatever. So there you go. But now I am on TikTok, right? Yeah. And so I'm trying to put out a couple of TikToks a day, folks. Follow me over there, at Nick Maritato. I got a lot of stuff flowing on TikToks. If you want to see what I think is funny, 
go on my TikTok and actually on Instagram right now, same same uh, handle at Nick Maritato. You can find me over there. I'm posting a bu- all of these TikToks pretty much to my reels. So either or follow me over there and check out what I'm doing. I'll say a lot of them, especially my early work, not safe for work, folks. So if you're actually working in an office <laughs> around kids, <laughs> lower the put on some headphones. Um, and it's not nudity. I'm not showing nudity, but there's some there's some bad language involved. More recently, I've moved to stuff that is not as as uh, I, I've decided that. TikTok, I think, is t- is was telling me, like, stop cursing so much because we're mm. not going to show your stuff around. I was like, OK, noted. So um, anyway, I-, I put up the day that like this GME stock thing broke. I put up a TikTok uh, based around like stock tips, but it's just goofy nonsense, absurdity. That's all it is. But I put it up on TikTok and like in a couple uh, a couple minutes later, I got a um, a comment from a random person. And but mind you, I did not mention anything about like my investing or any of the stuff that we talked about on this podcast so far uh, i did tag it wall street bets and um gme or whatever and uh um that was really the only reference to any real stocks anything or Mm. anything that was happening and i got a comment like a few minutes in doge to the moon with with (laughs) the with the rocket ship yeah um and i was like "Ooh, doge to the moon and i was like I can't believe it. I did invest in Doge. This guy is throwing the Wall Street bets lingo around on my TikTok now. This thing has gone big. It's on TikTok, folks. Do you want to know what my next, what my stock move today is going to be? Yeah, let's hear it. We'll wrap up our stocks talk and, and move on <laughs> right right after we hear your stock tip of the day. <laughs> Stop. Ashley's move of the day. I'm going to buy some GM. I'm going to buy some GM. Biden announced that they're going to take right. the um, police uh, vehicles. All government vehicles are going to be electric. And GM also announced that all of their new models are going to be electric. So Actually, that's a great idea, Ash. Yeah. So that's what I'm putting. I'm going to get some shares of GM. I think now, that it's gonna only going to go up. Are you going to do that through Robinhood? Um, I, I will do it through Robinhood. I like to use, at this point, I just want to use Robinhood for crypto. So, yeah. I, I mean, you should do it through Robinhood because that's the only account you have set up. I'm going to do it right now. How many shares should I buy? Um, I just bought 10. How many do you want to buy? Maybe buy five. Nick likes, no. Okay. That's not, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to do it. Um, okay. Hold on. Pause this and then we'll come back and say how much you bought. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy i think i may have invested too much money but uh you know that's that's what you do in a in a recession so that's my plan that's my move for the day gm, uh, GM folks yeah, yeah i noticed that they're they're uh, by 2034 or something like that yeah they're, they're gonna, gonna be, be all electric uh as long as we there is a planet to have an electric car drive on that that'll be kind of interesting and that, i just think that and you know gm is not GameStop. it's not blackberry it's not like one of these Ooh, let's hack the system stocks i right. think it's just going to be a stock that will see steady growth now have they been bought by uh you know a japanese com- uh, company mm, i don't or think are they so. like truly still an american I think they're company still gm yeah um i don't know well that's pretty that's that's pretty dope. That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I'm you feel good? I like that. You know, now that we have, I hate to say it, but now that we have a uh, uh, democratic um, uh, nation as yeah. far as our, our the leader and uh, the House and the Senate, I want to invest more in America. When Trump was in office, <laughs> I really, the idea of being like, yeah, buy American. I'm like, fuck you. That's <laughs> how <laughs> I, like, so I felt like. I just what? kind of felt, you know, I just... Had a, had it out for America after America voted in that psychopath. So, oh, okay, um, I see what you're saying. You know, uh, I just 
I don't care what people, what anybody said that he was doing to our economy or our, or the stock market or a this or that. The poison that was Donald Trump, right? Um, it, it made me anti. It made me anti-American. It made me go, boy, the people in this country are fucking racists, bro. Yeah, and I just want no part of it. But now that old piece of shit Biden's in the office. <laughs> and- and everything makes it feel i feel like gm is cool again yeah gm is cool again so um you know, all right well yeah you want to move off of stock talk can i say one more oh, thing boy. about stock talk i'm so Go sorry um it's just that i feel like with crypto coin you know we're talking about a lot about crypto the problem with crypto is it has really bad representatives like the people that i know in my life who are talking about crypto coin are like weirdo creep dudes <laughs> yeah you know what put I mean? it this way like the people that I know who invested in crypto coin, one of them um, is like an old friend of mine who's we have a mutual friend, but it was really his like best friend. And that guy was like mining uh-huh. for a yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. My mom was explaining this to me. She's like, it's a it's a. A, a math equation it, isn't this it no one can explain it to me in a way that makes any sense but like the guy years ago by the way ash and i knew this guy and he was telling me about this and he was like yeah I'm, he he got rich off of selling his porn website what? to a big porn conglomerate okay what are you i'm not gonna about? tell you say this guy's name but you may have this is before i knew you I have I had some friends from Georgia who went to high school with this guy, and uh, one of those friends was a very good comedy friend of mine. Um, we we were you know uh, in New York City doing comedy together. He's a normal nice guy. Um, he started at, a porn website. No, and then uh, <laughs> he, he you know he had two buddies who you from that he went to college with or high school with who had also moved to Brooklyn around the same time. And so, you know how that happens? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're not really good friends with these yes. people, but it's like we went to high school together, so it's like, yeah, we'll get a drink. Yeah. Then, you know, you end up being have, you know, that they're then they're, they're your... coming to comedy shows. Right. And so now I'm meeting these people and yeah. one of them was a uh, is and was slightly eccentric uh like millionaire who lived in Dumbo in like a uh, which is a neighborhood down under the Brooklyn or Manhattan Bridge overpass that's what Dumbo stands for very nice neighborhood is it not in Brooklyn I mean it's incredible it's gorgeous it's goals it's folks. incredible like you, you need like a car to live there because it's like the trains are just too trains hard are to fucked. access and that usually means it's going to look a little nicer it's right on the water it's right where it's the beautiful. Manhattan and the Brooklyn Bridge meet so yeah. you've seen so many it's like an iconic movie shot bunch of Woody Allen uh, yes. shots from that area uh, ever seen a black and white movie while jazz was playing set in new york you've seen shots of dumbo he had like a penthouse apartment in dumbo that uh and and he made his money he invested he met a guy you know out of high school and invested in this guy's company and became kind of like he's like kind of one of those these crazy guys who drinks a lot and he's kind of a crazy animal guy and this rich guy who started like a uh, a low level pornography website started like met this guy somewhere and i believe the story is just was like boy you're fucking nuts like you got to be the mascot for like my website and w- like kind of hired him to like start this website with him and then eventually like partnered up with him and then maybe even sold it to him and this website ended up getting kind of bought by like a con- like an internet conglomerate of pornography websites that Jeez. is like I don't remember the names of them or anything like that. God, the things you were doing before I came around. Well, this is the story. I did this is way this is in the nineties. Oh, know? okay. I, I, this, these, this guy, you. by the way, is 
like I would say he's in his forties now. Uh, you know, so these you, people you were are a like twenty one hanging I was out like with a thirty year old. Twenty hanging out with like a thirty year old. Yeah. So then uh he you know, he was just he liked me because I was funny. Right. You know, so it was all you know, so I got when I when I would hang out with my friends who were comedians who knew him, this guy took a liking to me because I I, I am funny in conversation and people like that. People are funny on stage, okay, but when people are funny in conversation, that's norm, the real normies winner. like you. Yeah. So uh he we ended up being he was like a nice guy, but I heard his story later from my friends. And then so anyway, he sold this website, he made millions off of it, and now he's like one of these guys who like gets in on ventures because that's how his life started right he went in on some stupid website that ended up getting bought he made millions before he was x age and then he got to buy like he just had throwaway money so then he started investing in this and that he was the first guy I ever heard anybody talk to me about bitcoin mm. and he was mining for bitcoin wow and i was like what do you mean and i remember my friends trying to explain it to me like like we have like a we rented out like a, a house and there we have like the the machines running algorithms that uh, a certain amount of these algorithms create one bitcoin what? and it's like it still makes no sense to me then how can i just buy some i bitcoin? have no idea ashley and why are people buying a portion of a bitcoin i have no fucking idea that's why cryptocurrency is very cryptic yeah we don't know what it is but people are using it somehow and at that time people were, i'm like what do you would you use like who takes it and they were like Nobody really takes it now, but like you could buy stuff off like the black market with right. it. Right. So that's why it kind of got weird because you could buy like a gun without a serial number a or drugs or a liver or a person. Who knows what's going on there in the dark web? But uh, he was the first guy. And then my friend who was a little closer to me uh, invested in it and got like a quarter of a Bitcoin from this guy just for working for this guy, moving to some town and like helping him with his his cryptocurrency wow. thing. And they gave, he paid him in like a half a Bitcoin. And I remember going like at the time or like a Bitcoin being like, dude, like why aren't you getting real money? And now it's worth a lot of money, but right. this guy doesn't, he like sold it. He made a mistake. Uh oh. So, and the other friend I have, which is different from those friends is our mutual friend. Yeah, who I know you told me about, about that. Yeah. Who, go ahead. Tell this story. I think they bought like a few Bitcoins like back a while ago, back in the day and then forgot their password and are completely <laughs> locked out. Can't get access to his Bitcoins. This is a real thing that happened. I was listening <laughs> to Sarah and Susie's podcast, the Brain Candy podcast, and they were talking about there's some like billionaire who is offering someone, he has like the standing offer for like $7 million for anyone who will go to this landfill and find this piece of paper he threw out with his Bitcoin information on it. I mean, this and is I think unbelievable. It's, I think it's actually $70 million. If you can find this piece of paper in the landfill with his Bitcoin password on it, because he has like a hundred, like $500 million worth of Bitcoin or something that he can't access. Why wouldn't you be able to do like, forgot my password? I guess the Bitcoin website doesn't offer that. I don't know. And so there's a Bitcoin website you can I go don't to know. and like shop for Bitcoin merch and this stuff. Is, um, I thought we were done talking about Doge I, to the moon. <laughs> first of all, everybody invests in Doge, D-O-G-E. D-O-G-E. Um, don't know what it is really, but that's that. Uh, 
Yeah, anyway, this is what we're like keeping ourselves busy with uh, these days. Uh, of that, amongst some other things, it's snowing here right it's now. It's pouring. We're in a nor'easter. It's pouring snow. The sky's opened up. Everything is white. Ashley's grandparents called her this morning to check on her to see if we had been like uh, like swallowed up by the Atlantic. Yeah, I got a phone call at, at 10 a.m. wondering if the water has risen all the way to the house. Mm-hmm. It might. It could. I mean, we, could. we. I mean, we. We've. Uh, we. Th- there seems to be some good, um, like, uh, drainage going on over there. Uh, yeah. On, on the on the on the Ocean Boulevard. But, but we had a storm, a winter storm, like a month ago, and the sand came all off off the beach and covered all the way up to the the road, which was interesting. So right now we're dealing with uh, a lot of snow. Of course, um, we have. There's a there's a woman who comes around and takes our garbages out here. This is an ongoing issue for us, by the it's, way. You know, it's pre Ashley and Nick living here. My, yeah. my mother and my grandmother, both handicapped, um, both can't, you know, uh, you know, my mother was dealing with, uh, you know, cancer and cancer treatments and surgeries and stuff, which is a handicap, folks. Um, you don't feel well. So it's tough to maybe get your garbages out at all times. My grandmother in her in her 80s uh, part, you know mostly blind they are unable we're unable to do certain outdoor things and so they have somebody who comes over and, and mows their lawn uh, as a matter of fact today i found out that they signed up for on some list for uh the hardware store is going to shovel us out which i was all ready to shovel us out but apparently it's going to be taken care of for us which wow. i am so excited about because the last time i lived in a house uh your boy was shoveling us out mm. so um you know, and, and sorry, Dad. I understand you did most of the work when we were kids, but you know, eventually I did have to shovel. Don't don't fight me on that, Dad. <laughs> I did. Um, now, uh, somebody shoveling us out. Now, now the reason I'm bringing this up is because there's a woman who she she goes around and and like kind of collects she she collects like you know money from people in this neighborhood who don't want to take the recycling out. Or their garbages out to the curb on the nights that we're supposed to have them out. Mm. And listen, this person also seems to be handicapped in some way. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I know that's not the word we're supposed to be using. Uh, I don't know. Developmentally disabled. It's a person that the neighborhood has rallied around to support by giving them small jobs like taking the garbage to the... And uh, she is... uh, Her name is Luann. And uh, she is is a workhorse. I mean, she comes around and takes care of all of her business with a butt hanging out of her mouth. Cigarette butt. She loves to smoke. You know, she wears a mask, but it's usually around her chin because she's smoking a cigarette, so you don't want to get too close to her. But she does it for a couple of bucks at the end of the week, and it's great, usually. But when we have, like, little uh, snow issues or, like, storms, like, she doesn't really check to whether or not, like, there's going to be a pickup the next day or, like, a holiday. And quite often, you know, you're just hanging out and you look outside and it's Christmas Eve and the garbages are at the curb. And you're like, man, nobody's going to pick those up on Christmas Day. I got to go grab them. And you got to bring them back. Well, today she took our garbages out yesterday night or whenever. And uh, today I looked and the garbages were just strewn across our front lawn. All of the garbage was all over the sidewalk. Some Mm -hmm. trapped under my car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I had to go out this morning as soon as I woke up and put on my boots and then uh, collect a bunch of uh, dirty trash that was full wet and full of snow. Yeah, Nick was pissed. And she was across the street waving at me. Sorry about that. She didn't say sorry. She just was like, there's only pickups on Wednesday. And I go, <laughs> okay, thanks for letting me know after you took my garbage out yesterday. 
So um, yeah, it's snowing like a like the like the bejesus is is visiting us, and uh, it's pretty crazy out here. So it does feel like a snow day, does it not, Ash? It the, really does. But isn't every day a snow day? During quarantine, every day is a snow day. But the fact that we just can't go out and get like we can't go get groceries, we can't go to Target, we can't go on a walk. Even though I am gonna walk on the beach later, I'd love for you to come with. Well, me. you can walk, Ralph. I will, but will you come with me? I'd I'd like to experience no. this on the beach with you. How about tomorrow when it stops snowing? Oh my god! Well, come on, I don't want to be. It's sleeting out there. You haven't been out there yet, Ash. You don't I know did. It, I went out in my house shoes and took down the American flag. For some reason, you know, we had the American flag up. This happened the other day. All of a sudden, the American flag's been down for like two months because of the winter. And I came back and it was up. And I was like, what's going on? Because none of the other houses had it um, out. And I was like, "What? Why, why did all the other houses take it in? Why is ours up? And Nick was like, oh, because they don't want it to get like messed up in the storm. Tattered and torn. T- tattered and torn. And then, and then everyone in the house, we were just like, oh, that makes sense. And then we just left the flag up. And then for some reason, I woke up this morning and I was like, the flag, it's a nor'easter. So I went out in my house shoes and pulled the flag down. Yeah, but you weren't out there on the streets like I was. I was on the porch, it's, you're right. It's no fun out there. But you're right, you're right, you're right. So, yeah, we're, we're dealing with the snowstorm. I think that'll just lead us to maybe watching a little bit more TV than usual. Um, I know that uh, we've been uh, plowing through uh, season 19 of Big Brother, watching Josh, the biggest, fattest baby in the world, complain and cry his way through Big Brother all the I'm way obsessed. to a victory. I'm obsessed. I'll tell you what. Russ was right. Our buddy Russ came on this show to talk about the challenge a couple of weeks ago, and we asked him about a big brother because he watched a bunch of big brother and he had watched the josh season and we were and, and he was like you guys like josh i get it because he's kind of fun on the show but josh on big brother is awful 10 times worse and i was like how is that possible it is possible folks josh is so unlikable on this <laughs> show if i didn't know josh on the challenge and like he wasn't in our challenge family i would absolutely loathe this guy the True. way he's playing this game crying like a big baby to get sympathy from people doing you know, saying awful things to a lot of women in the house, like just starting fights and acting like a child. And it's just a whiny baby season. And the fact that this guy gets all the way to the end and wins is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler crazy. alert. Um, so uh, it's it's been a tumultuous ride over there on the Big Brother. More fun has been the Salt Lake City. I mean, we we, we brought it up before. It's uh, a perfect season. We've been watching this thing, baby. It's this perfect. is good. And, it's, and you know what I like about it? It's short. Next, this week coming up is already the season finale, and then we got a, uh, one, hopefully two, uh, reunions to follow that. And uh, I love it. I love that there were, this was like a 10-episode season or whatever. I wish more seasons were like that. It's fascinating. I mean, Nick has said this on the podcast before, but it is truly fascinating watching a real Housewives franchise through the lens of Mormonism. You know, it's I, I, I'm into that... Um, that setup. I've never really experienced anything like that. And I think that all of these women are just so new and fresh to this franchise that like they are legitimately being themselves. I mean, yeah, they're putting it on for the camera. Of course, who, who doesn't light up, you know, when someone says action, but the fact is, is that they don't haven't figured out their housewife persona. They're just trying to be themselves and, and some of that is pretty unlikable, folks. I mean, there's a there's a real wild wild cracker, wild cracker, 
Wildcat? Wild Firecra- card. Wildcard. Firecracker Wildcard. I think you're talking about Jen. Jen, my lord. Jen folks. Shaw. Everybody that I've talked to and every one of my friends who's tweeting about this, they're all like, Jen needs help. Like, that's mental problems. I'm like the only one that's like feeling bad for Jen and rooting for her. No, I mean, I don't feel bad for Jen necessarily. I do think she needs help. The, the way she's snapping at her in every scene on people and can't like exist without like feeling like she's being like cornered and has to fight her way out when it's like not happening in real life is wild. She's deeply unwell. She is. I mean, her, her father seemed to have passed away maybe the previous year and she seems to have hang, be hanging her, her wellness on that coat rack her unwellness her unwellness her unhinged and status she is unhinged folks i mean she's she really is and, but this I, last episode she snaps at, it's during some dinner in in vegas or something and i mean for no her her friends slapping their hands away just immediately running up to somebody and putting their finger your their finger in their face yeah it's like it's a pretty aggro move. Uncouth. But I'll be honest, it's creating some great television moments. I mean, I really think also the highlight, they went to that freaking hypnotist lady. Right. That this, was incredible. <laughs> this hypnotist lady, first of all, giant house. Is that from hypnotizing people? Like, where did that I come from? I found out, by the way, Nick. Do you want to know the answer? Her husband is rich. No, she was an actress. Oh, she does have some sort of. Uh, she she was did a have freaking, a look to her. She was an actress before she was a hypnotist. What was she in? That I don't she, know that, that she part. Could earn a house like that. I don't know that part. Wow. But uh, yeah, the hypnotist. I mean, you didn't see much of the hypnotizing because they all go to this hypnotist and they don't think that Jen is going to show up because Jen throws a big fit and they all thought she left Vegas the night before, but she ends up showing up with Heather anyway. And it kind of throws the other girls off, Meredith and Lisa. And uh, what's the other one's name? Whitney. Whitney. And because uh, they all uh, got into a huge fight with her and they're like not expecting to see Jen. They didn't want to yeah. see Jen. And then Jen shows up. And so they're at the hypnotist and like they do like the hypnotist stuff. For, like they get hypnotized for like eight seconds and then they move into like the living room. And then the hypnotist just decides that it, she's a relationship scout counselor it's as incredible. well. And it's like, yeah, something I also like to do is just have uh, fix people's problems. So everybody sit down and start telling everybody yeah. what they think about one another. And this woman just like produced and orchestrated like a moment for herself on tv which did not seem like it had anything to do with her job which is hypnotizing it was no, amazing. no one was hypnotized no one was hypnotized it was uh, or i guess maybe they had just been hypnotized and then that's why they were so free to talk about their feelings in the next moment nobody seemed different than they did prior mm-hmm. and uh but jen didn't scream mm-hmm. that was part of it so maybe she was in some sort of trance but this woman her look was amazing the house was incredible it just had every bit of eccentricity that truly you'd, that you'd want to see in like a weird like cameo hypnotist this is what i want out of my real, bravo show you know, real housewives now why was this so incredible and remember when um in southern charm they went to the psychic lady remember the psychic or the psychic lady came to patricia's house remember mm. they kind of dressed up and maybe culturally appro- uh, inappropriate 
sort of garb for this psychic woman to come over. What did they look dressed like in voodoo? What, I don't, I know, what don't did they, remember. What was but I, I actually don't remember. I just remember watching it and being like, they probably shouldn't have worn those outfits. But well, because anything that that revolves around Patricia was just too much. Yeah, it it's like, like it was, she took over. Like Patricia, like wouldn't allow anybody to have a moment in her home during her shoots. Yeah. Do you know she has a pillow company now that's competing with Craig's? I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. That's great though. And apparently it's like really gaudy and like crappy and like people I saw on the um, Southern Charm Reddit, like people were talking about how Craig's pillows are like really good quality, which by the way, we have a Craig pillow. Yeah, you're leaning on one right now. And it's awesome. Yeah. I think the Craig pillow is a good quality pillow, but they were talking about... Um, like how Patricia's pillows are like really like not as good. They're cheaper than Craig's. They're gaudy. But on the show, Patricia's like constantly like dogging Craig's pillows. So Patricia's still on the show. Patricia's still on the show. Yeah, I guess the re- the reunion happened last week or one of them. I, I, I'm so curious. I really want to watch it, but I'm not going to watch it with commercials. So I'm out. But yeah. Uh, if I would have known was like, it was coming, oh, we should watch that. And then he was like, oh, it already aired. Never yeah, because we were watching like a DVR, uh, you know, SLC, Salt Lake City. And I was like, they were like, coming up this week. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this was last week. Fuck. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, guys, uh, binge it. I mean, the reunions are coming up in a couple weeks. I'm telling you, Salt Lake City was the pick of the week for us. Uh, it's better than the Big Brother season we're watching right now. Salt Lake City is a really fascinating good reality show the real housewives of salt lake city you should watch it even if you don't like the housewives franchise it's good it delivers and uh, ashley's been watching um season four season five five of love island it seems like you're loving it i love it i bailed on season four i tried to get i i spent a year trying to get through season four what a dud of a season season three is so good Again, shout out to Russ who recommended that I uh, watch that, who recommended it to us. I think Nick never got on board. Um, even though I do try and sometimes make Nick watch an episode, I'll be like, this is going to be really good. Come sit down. I've and watched watch. a couple episodes this week with you. Yeah. And um, I enjoyed it. I think it's good. I like some of the characters on there. Season five is just so, what a breath of fresh air after that season four. I didn't even finish season four. I don't really know who wins season four i bailed on it i I couldn't watch those people anymore alex the doctor boo all those people boo 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 um the only people i liked on the show are gone well that's not true i liked megan who hooked up with wes who everyone seems to hate in the fandom world but i think she's just like an incredible reality television uh character she's like um an iconic diva may i say that sure that's what she is to me and uh, this season five is great. I love it. I love season five. I love all these people. Um, particularly, I'm really into Molly May and Tommy. And I like Lucy, even though Lucy's starting to be a little questionable. Um, I don't like Amy. Curtis is a psychopath. And it is it is so interesting watching someone be that insane. Oh, Mara's the best. She's like carrying the show on her back for sure. Yeah, Mara seems cool. They brought her in. It seems like it shook, shook up the house. She's Irish. She's always like, do you think? I like she's, well, tink, how she says tink. think. Yeah, do you think? You don't think that much of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that tink is fun. I love her accent. Um, Good, good accents. Um, And uh, I mean, I, 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 other than that, I've just been watching a lot of wrestling, unfortunately. And I watched the Royal Rumble with my boys last night over Zoom. Nick was so happy. He got off his Zach Zoom. Zach and Rob. What up, Zach and Rob? 
got off his Zoom after watching You, did, you guys Rumble. never listen to my podcast, even though you're my best friends in the world. What up, yo? And he was like, I'm so happy. I had so much fun. I'm like, what did you do up there? He's like, we watched the Royal Rumble. It's like, why was that so much fun? Um, And I, you know, one person that actually listens to this podcast, Neil, he stops listening when he's one of my other best friends in the world. He stops listening once we start talking about reality TV. So he's not even gonna be able to hear the fact that wow. I, I called him one of my best friends in the world. Wow. I've never admitted that to any of these fools. Um, but yeah, we watched, uh, I watched, uh, 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 the Royal Rumble last night, uh, over zoom with, uh, my buddies, uh, my, my only real friends that can tolerate wrestling. They, they actually don't even like it that much. Robert does my buddy, Robert Dean, very funny comedian. You look him up. He does. Um, but like, won't admit it and stops watching. And then he like, will listen to some podcasts, but not the thing, but he's basically my closest friend that actually knows what's going on in some way. Um, and then my, my buddy Zach, Zach Sims, also a hilarious comedian. Look him up. Um, he doesn't watch it at all, but I think he just kind of likes the idea of watching like live uh, sporting events. And also, um, I think the Royal Rumble is enticing to him because uh, it's fun. It's where you 30 men enter and one man stands and you got to throw everybody over the top rope. And it's uh, it's fun. They come out one by one every two minutes. So it's like, who's coming next? It's a lot of fun. And we watched the whole goddamn show. It was like a, from seven to, to almost 11 o'clock. We sat there and made fun of it, and uh, I'll tell you what—it was one of my one of the better nights that I've had in the past, you know, couple months. So, I appreciate that those guys agreed to doing this, and they they seem like they had a decent time as well. You and needed it, a night. You needed a night out with the boys, and you got it. I did. It felt it felt good. It it was it was fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love talking to you and Lily. But, uh, you know, sometimes Lily, all she wants is food or she's sleeping. Um, and you, I'm it's done. pretty much the same thing. I'm done with Lil. You're done with Lily, our cat? Yeah, she's not giving me what I want, which is cuddles and love. You abused her this morning. You just, you would not let her go. <laughs> you just held her in your arms. I forced her to love me. Anytime she, she got away, uh, you picked her up again. And a matter of fact, you took some battle scars. Uh, I did get one. I got a one single claw to the wrist. Yeah, if Lily's really hungry, she will be around you and yell at you. And what that does is it allows you to kind of swoop her up. And that is, but it gets kind of dangerous because she's hungry and she wants to eat. She wants to eat, eat. But if you feed her, she's just going to disappear and not hang out with you. So it's like really like a a push and pull. So this morning she was just like up in my face yelling at me. So I was taking that time to hug and kiss on her. Oh, hey. Uh, oh, she's Uh-oh. looking at us. Okay. <laughs> Ashley bought a, uh, what, do, what do you call those blankets? Gravity blanket. A gravity blanket. And she has a little basket she puts it in that's under our little bench here uh, for when she uses it. But she can't really use it much because Lily has decided that's her bed. <laughs> gravity blanket in a, in a basket. Literally the, the most bed. expensive cat bed of all time. And it's uh, what's great about it is it, it she, we should have known because there's just enough room for Lily to squeeze in there. She likes to be in enclosed spaces. She's given up on this thing, though, on the little it's plastic square. It's cold on the floor. Square. It's cold oh, on the floor. we got to put a blanket in there for her. That's true. You're right. I think if we stick a blanket in there for her and then put it in a different part of the room, she'd have like another place she'd like yeah, to Yeah, that's out. a good idea. I mean, why would you go in there if you could have the basket with the gravity blanket? Yeah, that is that true. Literally every area is a pillow for your little stinky fat head. Okay, it feels like we're done here. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> Guys, that has been our podcast. I hope we entertained you for an hour. Uh, I hope you like us. Come follow us on all platforms. Uh, um, Ashley and I are really into TikTok right now. So sign up for TikTok. Follow us there and like and, and comment yeah, over I'm there. Yeah, I'm just my whole name. That's all. Yeah, my whole name. 
So go go look it up. Guys, thanks for listening. Let us know what you're doing with your stocks. Yeah. And, or uh, do you have a TikTok? Tune back in for next week on, for another episode of <laughs> Reality, Reality Stocks. Oh. Stocks <laughs> blow. Reality Stocks blow. Reality Stocks blow. And also, there's some Lily talk. Bye. Bye. <laughs>